you. This is Matt from the Man Cave, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. What's your daily devotion for what? It's May the 23rd, guys. Did you see that thing fly? Did you see that thing fly? That's crazy. You're like, Matt, that's crazy. That's what I said. I said, that's crazy. Hey, I want to say a special thank you to my Patreon partners for supporting me on Man Cave Ministries, okay? And look at, look at, look at, look at. Why don't you support me? If you're not supporting me, here's the thing. It's $12 a year. It's only a dollar a month. They only pull it out on the first. Why don't you go to my Patreon page, check it out, read my story. Here's the thing. Just read my story. That's a crazy story of what God can do when you surrender your life to him. And it shows how miserable I was, okay, before I, he got a hold of me and I got a hold of him. Matt, you going somewhere today? I am. I'm going somewhere. Okay, today we're going to be in Paul's writings. We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. And it says, stand firm against the schemes of the devil. So guys, Paul is saying by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we're to stand firm. You know what I'm saying? Stand firm, meaning this, man up. Oh, <laughs> cowboy up for the Lord. Do you like that? I like that. What does that mean? Pull out your Glock. Let's go to war, baby. No, 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 no. Look at, look at, look. Are you looking? Are you looking? Man, I'm looking. Okay, okay, okay. So Paul's saying, stand firm against the tactics, against he, in some translations it says, against the strategies, against the sneakiness. And you're like, Matt, it says that in one of the translations, the sneakiness? No, that's Matt's translation, okay? But look at, look at, look at. Uh, against what? It, it, it's, it's a warfare, okay? And we've talked about this before, but one of the things that Satan likes to do, and I think once you understand this principle, okay, this concept, okay, this golden nugget in Scripture, it's really going to help you in your daily walk with the Lord. One of the things that Satan likes to do is challenge God. Like, Matt, what are you talking about? Satan likes to challenge God's credibility. And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, all the time. But oftentimes, again, Satan is sneaky, okay? He disguises it. Look, you gotta watch this. Watch this very carefully. Watch this. Satan has a game plan. Hey, do you guys play football? And you're like, you're like, Matt, did, did you, Matt, did you, Matt, did you play football? I did. What, what position do you play? Run 22! Run 22! Hey, punk, I'm coming after you. <laughs> but look, 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 look. I'd run to the sidelines and the coach, okay, he would say, this is what we're going to do, Matt. This is what we're going to do. You're going to do this, and this is what they're doing. Watch this. There's tactic. There's a strategy, okay? My coach is watching the opposite team, what they're doing on the field, okay? And he's saying, okay, they keep on doing this, and they know that we're doing this, but this is what we're going to do. That's what Satan does. That's what Paul is saying, okay? He has a strategic plan on how to defeat you. Remember, okay, he comes, the devil comes to steal, kill, lie, and destroy. Now, he can't touch your soul because what? You're born again, okay? Your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You're a done deal. But he can try to steal from your peace and ruin your witness, okay, and disturb you. Are you with me? And here's the thing. He wants to use you against others. He wants you to crash and burn so others will look at your life because you're claiming to be what? Well, hey, I'm in the man cave and I'm a Christian and I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And he wants to point the finger and laugh at you, okay? And make a mockery of your life. We're not going to let him. Why? Because we're aware of what he's doing. He did this to Eve in the garden. Guys, Satan doesn't change his strategy. And you're like, why? Because it's worked. 
For thousands of years, what he does works, okay? Flawlessly, no, but it works 99% of the time. In the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, Satan, as a serpent, okay, shows what he is. You know, I hate snakes. Don't make me go there, okay? Look, 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 I will crush the snake. Yeah, he may bruise my heel, but guess what? I crushed his head. Free one! Free one. Okay, what is but the serpent? This? What is the snake? What is Satan, Lucifer, the great dragon? What does he say to Eve, okay? And he's being deceptive. He's being a nice snake. Is there any such thing as a nice snake? No. What, what about a nice black widow? Oh, look at my pet black widow. You know, I, this is a free one. I'm, I, I'm coming back, okay? I'm amazed at people, okay, who have uh, pets in their house that can kill them but they think it's fun playing with them. <laughs> Look at my, t I was watching YouTube the other day. You're like, Matt, you watch YouTube? Please, I'm on YouTube. Look at this guy had a cougar and he was petting the cougar and the cougar was going like this. He liked being his head rubbed and his chest rubbed. It's like, and then the guy, the guy was rubbing his hand. He put his hand on top. I was like, in two, not even a millisecond, that cougar is so fast. He could rip that guy's arm right out of his socket. You see what I'm saying? His whole shoulder could be gone. Okay, that's a free one. You're like, Matt, really? You had to throw that in there? I did. I did. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little bit of, uh, okay, a little golden nugget, a little wisdom. Satan comes up to Eve as a serpent. And he says, indeed, has God said? When Satan said that, indeed, has God said, that you shall surely die. What, what, what's going on here? Satan, subtly, sneaky, okay, deceptively, is challenging God's word, challenging God, challenging God's authority. Yes, what Eve should have said, that's exactly what my Lord, my Savior said, you piece of crap snake, get out of my face. I would have grabbed the biggest rock and started smashing the snake's head. Here's the thing, they had permission to, why? Because God told Adam and Eve, hey, the garden's yours, okay? You're in authority, okay? Not the stupid snake. Kick the snakes out of your life. It's a free one. Bye-bye, Satan, can't stay anymore. You've been evicted, buddy. So guys, watch this. So the serpent comes along, it's talking very subtly, very nice, if there is such a thing as a talk nice snake okay look at look at if a snake was talking to me today I'm not I don't care what he says I'm gonna smash his head look at dead snake I'm gonna pull my Glock and I'm gonna unload the the clip all 15 rounds bye bye snake I promise the snake's not gonna be near me okay hey I'll say you want to dance let's dance okay 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 so Satan says okay to Eve indeed has God said that you shall not eat of any fruit of the garden. Well, here's the thing he's, what Satan is doing is he's trying to discredit God and he's trying to distort what God said. He's trying to get Eve to think, well, what did he mean when he said that? He meant, here's, are you kidding me? See, he's trying to get us, you and I, he does the same thing, to question what God has spoken into our lives. There, look at, look at, look at, okay? Three, four days ago, God spoke something to me. I was in deep prayer, okay? And after I ended up praying, I went to the shower and I'm showering. And while I'm showering, God speaks a word to me very, very clearly, okay? And it, it encouraged me. It lifted my spirit. I knew it was God because of the amount of peace that I had, okay? And here's the thing. It is one of the hardest things to do is what? To uh, identify the voice that you're hearing because a lot of times they all sound the same, okay? But one thing, a resounding thing that I've learned in my life is when God speaks to me, even if he's chastening me, okay, rebuking me, correcting me, I still have a great peace. I mean, I really do. I have his peace because he is the what? He's the prince of peace. Okay, free one. Oh, you with me? Okay. So look at, look at, I hear this, but a few days goes by, okay? 
and I'm, I'm struggling. I, I'm, and you're like, Matt, you struggle? Please, man, look at, look at me and you are in the man cave for a reason, okay? Matt has struggles, and I'm struggling, and there's a lot of things going on in my life that are hard, that are difficult, okay? And, and I want you to realize that Tracy and I get great opposition from doing these videos, okay? And it's just crazy. I mean, some of the people that come across our path, last month was dream month. This month, ah, ah, he's on the throne. Look at, look at, look at, my God's on the throne and he has a sword drawn, King Jesus. God gets it on, gets it done whenever he wants. Free one. How many free ones have you got today? So, so, so I'll get back to the story, okay. So look at, look at. So my current circumstances, because I'm having a difficult day, would kind of make me believe that what God said really wasn't true. And that's what the enemy wants me to do. He wants me to question what God just spoke to me. God's word was so clear, it was so defined, it was so to the point. It was like this paragraph, and at the very end, the period, or the exclamation point. It wasn't a question mark, friends. When God's talking to you, he's not gonna talk to you in ways of question marks. You're gonna know it's God, and you're gonna be sure of what he said, okay? So I left the shower knowing, here's the thing, I just talked to the creator of the universe. I just talked to Jesus Christ, my savior, okay? The spirit of God has just blessed me with a special word to encourage and to lift me up so I could continue going because I'm at war and I'm in a fight and I'm putting on the armor of God daily, okay? So watch this, okay? But my, my, my situation, the enemy's trying to manipulate it. That can't be true. Then look, look, this is what the enemy's saying. That can't be true. Look, look what's going on. Look, look what you're experiencing. Friends, it doesn't matter what I'm experiencing. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling, okay? Guys, guys, you gotta watch this. Feelings have nothing to do with nothing. I, I know people that base their whole religious life on how they feel. That's the stupidest thing. Because my, I'm like a roller coaster emotionally. Here's the thing. Come over to my house without me having a cup of coffee. See how well we get along in the man cave. We won't, okay, but uh, Matt, we're both in Christ. Yeah, but Christ loved coffee and I do too and I love him, free one. Okay, 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 we're going somewhere, okay. So look, I have to ignore Satan. I have to know what he's saying is an absolute light. When God speaks to me through his word, through his spirit, or he speaks to me, it's as strong as this rock. Do you understand? It's, 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 it's in bedrock. He doesn't change his mind. The Bible says there is no shadow of turning with the Lord. But the enemy of your souls would try to steal your dreams. He'd try to take what God's said to you, okay, and distort them, to lessen them down, to mix it. I mean, honestly, to, to mix it down, okay, and pollute it and dilute it, okay? No. What God said to me stands true to this very day, right now. I said very carefully what God spoke to me in the shower when I'm just bare before him. I'm not embarrassed. That's God's word. That's a firm foundation. When God speaks, done deal. See, we're so used to hearing people lie to us, be deceptive, okay, manipulate, be like Satan, honestly, because they are, who's their father when they're acting like that? Their father is Satan. See, guys, you're gonna follow one of two people. You're gonna follow your master. And I'm asking you this day, who's your master? Can I just tell you this? I've yet to meet anybody in life that's not following someone. We're all following someone. We're, we're all accountable to someone. When you go into work, do you, own the, the, do you own the business? I mean, honestly, do you own the business? If not, you're accountable to your boss, okay? I'm accountable and surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That's who I follow. Perfectly? Absolutely not, okay? Make sure you're following Christ. Make sure that He is your 
first love, okay? Make sure he's number one in your life. If not, other things will take his place, okay? And then you are in idolatry, okay? You are no longer on the narrow path, okay, by your choice and decision. And all these things that you're doing only reflect your true identity. They reflect your heart, okay? It's not that something I'm doing is sending me to hell. What I'm doing is showing me who I am, which is sending me to hell. It's your sin nature, okay? You've never been born again. Satan comes to lie, steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to deceive people. He comes to try to get them to doubt God. I don't need to doubt God. Whatever God says is true. He's never failed me one time and he's never lied. He doesn't change, okay? God has a perfect track record in my book, okay? I mean, in my, my life personally, I'm not talking about other people. I'm not talking about anything I read. In my life, he's never failed me. He's never lied to me. Everything he spoke, it's come true. And the things that he spoke that he's going to do, oh baby, oh baby. You're like, baby? Oh yeah, baby, they're coming. Why? Because he's God. What's the next thing Satan does in the Garden of Eden? Okay, because he's chit-chatting with Eve. And, and let me give you a free one. Um, I don't like to chit-chat with people who don't love the Lord unless God leads me to witness to that person, okay? Because they will drag me down. I'm never going to pull them up. And if you're a man and you're lonely and, and you see a very beautiful woman, and, and here's the thing, you're, you'll be tempted to date her, whether she belongs to Christ or not. You could care less. You're just looking at the outward uh, appearance, okay? But God looks at the inward man or the inward woman, okay? The second thing Satan says in the Garden is an outright, okay, denial, okay, of what God has already spoken to Eve, okay? God told Eve, if you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. Satan comes along and says, look at, 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 I'm a snake. You are going to surely die. He's putting you together. That's what Satan does, okay? You know, and we start to think if we listen to Satan long enough, that God's trying to cheat me out of this life. He, he's trying to rob me of enjoyment, uh, of entertainment, uh, of all these different things that he said no to. Why do you say no? Because they safeguard us. Because I don't know what tomorrow is. I don't know what tomorrow holds. Okay, but God knows. And oftentimes God's saying, no, this isn't a good idea. And we think we know better than God. Friends, it, when you're making a decision and you're overriding God, what he's spoken to your heart and what he's spoken his word or he's spoken his spirit, can I just give you the Greek word? You're an idiot. I mean, honestly, you call yourself a Christian, you want to go to heaven, he's spoken a word to you, but you think in your carnal mind, with your wisdom, that you know better than God. I mean, can I just ask you a question? Let me pose the question to you. How close are you to God? I mean, here's the thing. You can't be that close. I'm going to call you carnal. I might even call you saved because here's the thing. Look at, look at, look at. Look around what he made. Watch this, guys. Satan is implying... When he's saying, you're not, you're not going to surely, uh, he's implying that God lied to her. That, that God's not telling her the whole truth. You know, Eve, uh, I'm the snake, I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, God doesn't feel he could trust you with the truth, so he has to use deception. That's what he's saying. God never uses deception, friends. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. God never lies, he never uses deception, okay? Satan always uses deception. He always lies, okay? He uses the craft. He's trickery, okay? He's scheming. He's doing all these things trying to defeat you in your walk, in your belief system, because he doesn't want you having faith in God and trusting God, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. He lost. Look at, look at, look at. He lost. How many times has he lost? 
Friends, he's lost so many times it's not even funny. He got kicked out of heaven. Would you consider that a win or a loss? Let me think, huh? You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, look, 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 God booted him, okay? Uh, I'd say that's uh, a, a, a loser, okay? Uh, what about Calvary? When Jesus died on the cross, but he took my sins and he had no sin, okay? And then Jesus grabs the keys from Satan, okay? Who held those keys? Death, hell, the grave, okay? Uh, Jesus has the keys. Who's the victor? Jesus is the victor. Who's the loser? Uh, that's a second time loss for Satan. Okay, look at, look at. Uh, we read in scripture and we know that's true because it's what? God inspired word. God breathed. Whew. Okay, look at, look at, look at, look at. For a thousand years, Satan's going to be locked up. He can't do anything during the millennial reign. Would you consider that a win? Being locked up? Uh, no, okay? Then he's let out for a short time, and then he's thrown into the lake of fire for eternity. Friends, if I'm adding, and I'm not the greatest mathematician, okay, that's four loses. Uh, okay. Throughout scripture, if I was to keep on reading, that's just four that came off the top of my head, where he's lost against the king of kings and the lord of lords. He's a loser, okay? Uh, imagine we were talking about a cheetah, we were talking about a tiger. Imagine, uh, imagine you had a cougar, okay, at your house, had no claws. None. They were all pulled out of him. He had no teeth. Oh, you see what I'm saying? W would you play with him, Matt? Absolutely. I'd ride him around the yard. And if he, if he backtalked me and started growling the wrong way, I'd smack him upside the head. What is a tiger with no teeth? What is a tiger with no claws? You know what he is? I'll tell you what he is, okay? He's a big, cuddly teddy bear, okay? Or a cougar. Have you ever been to the fair and your kid's pointing at the gigantic tiger? I want the tiger, daddy. I want the tiger, daddy. That's all Satan is. Why? Because Jesus pulled out his claws. Jesus pulled out his teeth. But here's the thing. He can still meow at you. Meow. Oh, that was real scary. Satan. Meow. Oh, look, look, look. Satan can only do what God says. Point blank. Okay. Look at scripture. It says that Satan roams around, which is okay like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. He can only devour who God says, sure, devour that person. But here's the thing, do you think he's gonna, do you think God the Father, after sending Jesus, his only begotten son himself, to die for me, is gonna give permission to Satan to destroy me? I don't think so, okay? Because he's already given me the best, which was himself, which was Christ, okay? So what is Satan coming around to do? Mess with me. Harass me, strategize to defeat me, okay? Use me to defeat me. See, watch this very carefully. Satan comes along, he's talking to Eve, and Satan says, hey, here's the thing. Let me just tell you the truth. Eve, you know what I'm saying? Snakes, no. Please. Um, if you do eat the fruit, you're going to be just like God. You're going to be wise like God. Is that true? It's not true. I'm not God. Am I wise like God? No. Why do I pray for wisdom? You see what I'm saying? It's always a distortion. It's one shot over the bow after another over the bow after another over the bow. But here's the thing. You're the ship. Am I going to sit there and let Satan continue to shoot these projectiles towards me over the bow? Or am I going to move my ship away from him? Okay, because he's a liar. See, Satan is trying to tell Eve, you know what? You're going to be wise. You're going to be like God. See, Satan was really wanting Eve to think, you know, oh man, God's such a good God. At least I thought he was. And oh man, I think he's holding back on me. Friends, can I tell you this? Look at, look at, look at me in there. That's what Satan does. The God is trying to hold something back from you. He uses that one. Not one time, not 10 times, not a thought. Look at, look at, I bet you he's used that one in my life a million times. That God is trying to hold you back.
He doesn't want you to experience this, for you to enjoy this, okay? He's a fuddy Friends, Satan is the biggest liar. He reminds me of a guy in high school, and I've used this guy's name, okay, who just did nothing but lied. And the one time that he told the truth, nobody believed him, okay? But Satan doesn't even have the capacity to tell the truth because King Jesus said he lies because that's who he is. It comes from the inside out. He's a liar from the beginning, along with a murderer, okay, and all these other things. Guys, watch this. You're like, Matt, how's the story end? You should go to Genesis chapter 3 and see. Rather than trusting God and believing God, she believed Satan. She believed the lie, and she concluded with her wisdom. <laughs> hey, I bet the fruit's good. I bet it's good. And here's the thing. If I can eat that fruit, okay, and become like God, I mean, I have nothing to lose. You have everything to lose because God says the moment you eat it, you will surely die. Not only are you going to die, but you introduce death into the human race, Eve. Okay, but look at Adam and Eve were in a perfect environment. So let's not pick on them because if it was me and you, okay, because I know there's some chicks in the man cave, but actually I'm pointing at my wife behind the camera. Say it was me and my wife in the Garden of Eden. People would be complaining about us because it was a perfect environment, okay? And unless God keeps you back from those things, we'll always sin. That's what's so wonderful about serving God. We surrender our life and he safeguards us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. See, God has to restrain you from being you because you have a sin nature who desires and gobbles up sin and darkness. You're like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So look at, look at, look at the mere fact that you think, Hey, I'm some saint. You're nothing guy. I'm nothing. Okay. We, we look at, look at, if God wasn't restraining us as Christians, we would be doing some of the most awful things, okay? Things so grotesque, such of darkness, okay? It'd blow your mind apart. God restrains his creation, so okay? Watch this, guys. So Eve concludes, wow, you know, the snake's not going to lie to me. I've, I've never been lied to by a snake before because I've never seen a talking snake <laughs> other than Satan. Look at, she looks at the fruit. This is the, this is the allure of sin. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. She looks at it. And instead of looking away like King David should have done with Bathsheba when Bathsheba was taking a bath, when David is pacing back and forth on top of the palace and he sees Bathsheba, there's no harm right there. There's no wrong. But continuing to stare, that's where it becomes sin. Okay, because he lusted in his heart. He desired to have that which God said no to. Whenever you stare, focus, pay attention, okay, to something, it's, it's like a tractor beam. Okay, you will be drawn to that. And I know that, I mean, look, look, I don't care what it is. Do you, do you understand? The more you think about something, the more you're going to be drawn to that thing. As a man thinketh, so is he. So if a person's thinking about women all the time, it's only a matter of time, okay, if those thoughts are unhealthy before he's looking at pornography and then he's engaging in other thoughts and other thoughts, okay, and then he's now doing the physical activity and now he's doing this and this and this. Why? It started to appear. The battlefield is in the mind. Satan knows that. That's why Satan's not coming at you. Look at, look at, what if Satan knocked on the door and you recognized it was Satan, okay, and he has a big sword? You would fight him, wouldn't you? You would take out your Glock, you'd take out your 12 gauge, you would pump one through him. I I mean, here's the thing. He's fighting you up here. He's getting your focus on things, okay? He's just putting one thought in there. Red lipstick. I, each man is different, okay? I, I use women a lot of times because men seem to have a problem in that area. Okay, and so I don't know if it's uh, thigh highs, short skirts, big chested women, uh, a beautiful luscious I don't know what it is, innocent women, but he just throws that thought, just that one thought of, of that, that co-worker that just got hired. And she had this, she was so, so cute. She had this beautiful, okay. And you start thinking about it. 
And you should have dismissed that and cast down that imagination as God's word says, okay? But you think about it more, and then you think about it more, and then you start acting upon it. Before long, you can't wait to get to work. You're happily married, three children. I mean, your life is perfect, but you can't wait to get to work because she's right in the next department over. And you make sure that you cross her path a few times and talk to her. Hey, and you see her go get coffee, you go get coffee, okay? Friends, what you think about, you will be drawn into, okay? Satan uses that, okay? Satan is trying to distort God. God's not holding anything from you. God's very upfront what he requires of his children. God tells us what will bring us prosperity and blessings and favor. He also tells us what will curse us, what will bring us to the end of our lives, okay? He's upfront. He's not holding anything back. I mean, that's why I tell people, read the word of God. Get God's word on the inside of you. That way, as you're being transformed by the renewing of your mind, you can see the schemes of Satan. You can see his tactics. You can see what he's doing. I mean, I'm just sitting there and I'm reading the Bible and all of a sudden this thought of a woman, uh, you know, that I saw at the grocery store pops into my head. Where'd that come from? Did it come from me? It didn't come from me. It came from the enemy. But the enemy wants me to pick up that thought just like I would pick up luggage and start entertaining that thought. I wonder if that woman needed help and she asked me to carry out her groceries. And, and, and then she says, let me put this bag in there. And she starts doing this number, putting them in the trunk. Oh, what's your name? Do you see what I'm going? He, he does this all the time to men. And men fall for it just like Eve fell for it. I mean, over and over and over again. Now, where are you going in this whole thing? Satan has a strategy how to defeat you, okay? And he's going after that which you desire. Okay, he's going after something that's very near and dear to you, whether it's money, because you need money, or whether it's women, or it's power. He's going to distort what God has said just slightly, enough to get you out of the favor of God, bring you into the correction of God, okay, where you will start shaking your fist at God as he's correcting you, okay, to get you back in track so you eventually can, what, be a child of the living God and go to heaven. Friends, let me, let me share this, okay? Uh, we're about to close. Look, we're about to close. Stick with me. This is the, one of the greatest points I'm going to make. He does this all the time with God's word because, it, you know what, we're lying, which reveals our heart. Okay, and he comes along and says, all liars aren't going to go to hell. That's ridiculous. <laughs> God's just telling you that so you won't lie, but he knows that you're going to lie. He's going to justify it to you. God said all liars go to hell. The lying refers to the heart condition, the heart that doesn't belong to God. Okay, Satan is lying to you, okay? God's very clear, okay, in so many chapters, those people who go to hell. The gossip, okay, because I've never been to a church yet that I didn't run across so many people who are gossipers, okay? Uh, okay, and, uh, and they do it in prayer requests. Look at, look at, look at, look at. God says the whisper, the gossip, okay, the informant, they all go to hell. Surely they don't go to hell. God's not that narrow-minded to say that. He didn't mean it that way. You see, that's what Satan will come along and tell you. He will tell you, that's not true. Look how many people would be going to hell. Everyone gossips. Everyone tells stories about other people. It's natural. No, it's not. You're a child of God. You've been separated. That's why God says, be holy, for I am holy. you got to be like God. God doesn't gossip. God tells the truth every time. Gossip demeans people. Oh, I'm just telling the truth. It doesn't matter. You're putting someone else down, okay? If that person belongs to God or eventually will give their life to God, you think you have the right to criticize someone God made? You have the right, only one right, to pray for them and shut your trap, okay? What about adultery? What about fornication? What about sex outside of marriage? What about homosexuality? What about all these things where Satan comes along and says, please, 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 please. God, no, 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 that, that's your needs. 
You, I mean, you look at, you have a desire for it, don't you? And I mean, your wife, I mean, she, she's not meaning all your desires. No, 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 no. This is what Satan says. This is New Testament times. Look, it's all about grace and love and mercy. Okay, God's, God understands. God never came, okay, to save you in your sin. He came to save you out of your sin. You got to realize God came so you wouldn't have to do that by way of his Holy Spirit. Okay, that's why God says to repent, to run. Okay, in sexual sin, God doesn't say to fight it. He says to run from it. Okay, but there's so many people that think, well, this is no big deal. And I mean, they're Christians and they're looking at smut on the TV. They're looking at smut in the movie theater. They're looking at porn. They're looking at all these things. And they, they really truly believe that they're okay with God. Okay, they're, they're going to throw the grace card out and they think they're not. God said, look at, look at, God can't lie. He says right up front, so many times, Ephesians, Galatians, I, I mean, he says, those who do such things, you're not going to heaven. You're not going to be with me. Jesus says in Matthew 7, 21, when, when you cry out to me, I'm going to say, I never knew you. Okay, because all those activities reveal the heart. Jesus says, if you love me, you're going to obey me. But Satan comes along and says, there's no consequences to this. This is natural. This is your flesh. You're not to live in your flesh. Okay. You're not to live in the world. Okay. God but says we're to live in the world, but not of the world. Meaning you're not to be a partaker of all this garbage. He's given you an outlet for your sexual needs and everything else in life. He always makes a way of escape. That's God. Okay. As the tempter comes along and tries to tempt you, just like he did Eve. He wants you to crash. Yeah, you know what? this with you? Do you know what Satan knows? He knows God's word real well. Why? Because he got beat out, he got kicked out of heaven. You know what I'm saying? He has the book. He has the same book you have in your house. Okay? So he knows if he can get you to engage in this over here mentally, which will eventually lead to a, a physical activity, or, or do this over here, or think this way, or just slightly get you off course. He knows God, because of his word, will have to address that in your life. As God is addressing that, and I'm posing this as you're a Christian, as God is addressing that in your life, one way or another, he's going to get it out of you. Satan comes along and says, look what he's doing to you because it's always pain and suffering that God uses to get the dross out of our life, the stupidness, okay? He, he uses pain. He uses suffering. He uses heartache. He uses all these things. And so Satan comes along and says, really? You're going to serve him? Satan always wants to offer you less than where God has the greatest thing for you. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Satan comes to steal and that's what he's stealing. When you, when you follow Satan, you do get some stuff. I mean, you, eternally you get hell forever. But you do get some stuff along the way, honestly. I mean, he's not, he's not leaving people hanging. I mean, he's not giving them what God was going to give them and, and God's will, his perfect plan for their life and his purpose for their life. I mean, they're excluding all that. They're putting the screws to themselves. But here's the thing. You're getting a much less than life in this life. And then at the end of this life, you're gone. It's over. I, you look at, look at, and forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And ever and ever and ever, you're burning in the flames. After the first trillion years, the first second of eternity has not even gone by because you believed the lie and you swallowed it down. You engaged in darkness. You listened to Satan that God isn't serious. Where God is so serious because he gave us his son. He gave us his spirit. He gave us his word to help us, lead us, guide us. But if we in our free will decide we want to do it our way, you know what? God just is so loving. He says, okay, even though it just breaks God's heart when you do those things, the choice is up to you. Who will you follow this day? 
Which master are you going to follow? The one that's going to take you into darkness and have you suffer for eternity? Or the one that's going to open the gates of heaven and say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into thy inheritance. Enter into thy blessing. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.